0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, I know you all have been hearing the good news about the economy, and I know any glimmer of hope is good news. But just last week, news broke that job losses slowed in April and big banks don't need as much capital as some had feared. And what that meant is that major indicators rose more than 1%, including the Dow Jones, which is always good news. Now, this comes on the heels of the Labor Department's report that employers actually cut um, 539,000 jobs last month, which is actually the fewest in six months and a lot less than analysts had expected. Also incredibly good news. Now, um, all this comes at a time when people are finding themselves out of work, luckily fewer of them in April than ever before in the last six months. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, ran an informative piece just last week on how job seekers are relying on social networking tools to find employment. Now, I don't know how many of you out there are on LinkedIn. I feel like everybody and their brother is, but that's one major way to do it. Twitter and Facebook and other similar websites are also great ways to find job leads. Now, the reporter, Erica Perez, at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, had been talking to uh, several career counselors and teachers at local colleges, and a lot of them are working with their students to really craft a web presence. So... Using social media to get noticed and gain really a competitive advantage. Uh, a lot of them are suggesting Twitter and suggesting Facebook as a way to showcase your personal interest and your expertise, and maybe even link to an online portfolio or your blog if it indeed is professional and the kind of um, profile that you want to be sharing with a prospective uh, employer. Now. Um, Erica did say, however, that if you're being barraged, it seems like, by personal and commercial promotional messages, well, guess what? You are, and it could lead to burnout. So one thing to keep in mind, according to Ms. Perez, is contribute as much as you consume, don't just use these tools to, to take and take and take. Be sure to give a little bit, too. And that's really the core principle behind networking in general. And my guest today will be talking more about that. Well, our first profile today is the Net, the Nicole Miller Networker. Seems very appropriate for today's topic. Now, there's about 1.6 million of these women, median age of about 45 years old, attended some college um, A lot of them are self-employed, full-time. They're parents, and they have a median household income of about $75,000. They're influenced by fashion. They like to stand out in a crowd. They consider themselves ambitious and motivated. And they really do value quality items. So they may be looking at top designers. They do believe it's worth paying a little bit extra for those quality goods. And they're open to trying new things. That includes new products and new stores. Now when it comes to retail, um, they prefer Calvin Klein. Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, Pier 1, Williams-Sonoma, 9 West, um, cosmetics, Elizabeth Arden, Mary Kay, Estee Lauder, Clinique, designers such as Ralph Lauren, Ann Taylor, Calvin Klein, and Chanel. Where can you find a lot of these women? Well, they're reading magazines, they're watching cable, and they're on websites. So it might be things like House and Garden, Food and Wine, Architectural Digest, something a little bit different different than your average um, publication out there. Entrepreneur also pops, as does money. Um, When it comes to cable, they're watching the We Network, CNN, Discovery Channel, Food Network, and HBO, and they're online at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, eBay, Travelocity, iVillage, and MSN.com. Well, our topic for the day is networking, and my guest is Andrea Nuremberg. She's an independent personal marketing consultant and founder of the Nuremberg Group. Now, I've had Andrea on the show before, and now she's back talking about personal marketing and networking techniques in a down economy. And you're going to learn a lot from Andrea today, I can promise you. You're going to understand why networking is crucial to your business and whether you're looking for a job right now or not while you should be planning for your future. All of that when Purse Strings
1: returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
3: maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the u.s alone if this were a real pr web release date your website would have so much traffic you'd be tempted to duck and cover if you have an online marketing emergency go to prweboffer.com for 25 percent off pr web the premier online release news and content distribution service
0: here's your bill
3: the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof.
0: RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at seoc.com.
3: Fired up with Gordon Rudeau, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Her strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome
4: back to First Strings. I'm joined today by Andrea Nuremberg of the Nuremberg Group. She's an expert at personal marketing and networking techniques. She teaches uh, courses at New York University. She speaks on the topic. She's an author of several books um, and also has a series of new tools that you're going to want to hear about in just a few minutes. Andrea, welcome back to the show.
5: Maria, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. I always think about you throughout the year and how motivating and inspiring you are. So thank you for having me.
4: Oh, well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program, and I think now more than ever, we need you, Andrea. We need you. Um, it's, it's been a year and a half since you were on the show last, obviously way too long, and I, I feel like now more than ever, we need all the many talents that you bring to the table, but before we get into details of that, can you just remind everybody about your company and why you do what
5: you do? Well, it's interesting. I summed it up very simply not too long ago when I was a keynote speaker. I said that we teach the soft skills that impact the bottom line, and that encompasses things like selling skills, networking, or what I call relationship marketing, presentation skills, speaking, time management, all those skills that help you do what you do to sell your products or keep your business running, and also getting along with each other in a just sort of in an easy package, if you will. So it's really quite simple, and I try to make it all simple. That's the other thing, because if it's too complicated, people won't do it.
4: You're absolutely right, and I think now more than ever, when we're feeling all the stress around us, simple is the way to go. It's, it's kind of the thing that will allow us to break through and actually listen and incorporate the many tips that you have if it's simple to do. Um, the economy clearly has been in the tank for a while. Um, I know more and more people that I speak with every day are finding themselves out of work. Some of them have actually never been out of work before. And they really are somewhat aimless. Um, Networking clearly is more valuable than ever before. Can you talk a little bit about those people who still are uh, gainfully employed, they have a job, but like many of us, they they may not know what the future holds. What should they be doing to connect and reconnect with their network?
5: Well, it's so interesting because when I speak, no matter where I am, and people talk to me about networking, I say networking is a consistent process because the opposite of networking is not working, and what I mean by that is everyday nurturing of your clients, your contacts, your spheres of influence, your partners, people in your personal life, anybody at all in the many networks that we have, but it's just reaching out to people, touching base, saying hello, thinking of you, a reminder of, you know, you know their birthday or a holiday or something, anything that you can do just to be on their radar screen. And Because too many people, unfortunately, are negative networkers, and they only, quote, do the things about nurturing when they need something instead of consistently. Mm-hmm.
4: And that's probably the worst thing you could do, I would imagine, yeah. Andrea, yeah. is just being seen as that person that's always wanting to get yeah. something.
5: As true. I had to something like something. that today. Someone emailed me and said, I know we haven't spoken in 15-plus years, <laughs> but I need <laughs> to get a job. Could you help me? Wow, I that's amazing. I mean, it's so funny. And, I mean, Grant, somebody like this who I i mean, I even wrote back and just said, you know, why don't you send me something or tell me a little bit about yourself or whatever. I said, this is a really tough market right now, and like, I'm sure you've been nurturing and staying in touch with people. And he wrote back and said, no, when I'm in a job, I just don't return calls. I mean, I, I can't believe that what I hear sometimes. So my point is if we look at it not as something we have to go do, You know, when you go to an event, by the way, that's strategic and structured and you need to prepare and do your homework and you need to be out there. But just think of the things you do every day if you're in your own job, so if you have your own business, which I know a lot of your listeners also have, and just you're constantly just being on people's radar, touching base with them. And you need to have some kind of a system to do that so that it doesn't become overwhelming.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. And I would imagine if people tend to think of it as I have to network, it would appear to be overwhelming. Right. But if there, I think you do such a great job, Andrea, of kind of explaining that networking is just a natural progression of what you do every day. And that's really how people can establish a network if they've never really done it before.
5: Exactly. And that's the thing. And I think that's why my. since I've seen you, I, like I will start off a talk sometimes and I'll say networking is a misunderstood word. And number one, sometimes it is strategic and structured when you go to an event. And we all have many events that we need to plan and practice and prepare for. But most of life... Is serendipitous networking or relationship building, where every day we run into somebody, we reconnect with somebody, we're reminded of somebody, and we refer somebody. We don't call that networking, though. We we we'd say, oh, that's not networking. And sometimes it's also unconscious. We do it, yet we don't call it that. It's just building mm-hmm. those relationships and cultivating them. So if people can almost switch the you know kind of memory twitch, you know, switch in their brain and say. Ah, that's what it is. Then it doesn't also become something that they have to do. And that's where it also got sometimes a negative name because too many people were negative networkers. They only would do things when they needed something instead of all the time.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, I will tell you, um, especially since having met you, Andrea, one of the things that I really try to do is be more aware and more purposeful. So, for example, I do a lot of traveling, and I will look around the people in the waiting area at the airport and try to, if it feels right, engage in conversation. Um, Or if I run into someone and they engage me in conversation, I really try to think, you know, why why am I speaking to this person? What is it about this person that I'm meant to understand or appreciate? And I think it's being more aware of whom I'm speaking to and, the, and my surroundings. That's really helpful.
5: You just said a key thing, because I always say that everybody that comes into our life, um, we may not always like that person or, ha- or b- be always in touch with them. However, because things happen for a reason, what can we learn from them? Sometimes we meet people we don't like, but we can learn from them by what not to do. You know, we get, mm-hmm. we get those lessons taught to us every day. And then on the other hand, people will tell you something like, I'll hear quotes, I'll hear people tell me something. Today I was at my Rotary lunch in New York, and I was sitting next to this woman, and she was blind. And I was just watching her and talking to her, and it reminded me again to be so thankful that – that so far I have, like, all my, you know, different, uh, you know, capabilities and everything because I can just imagine. And she had such a great attitude and so nice. And it just made me stop and think that, um, you know, even what's been going on on television, that woman, I'm sure, it's, you know, it's been all over the news, the woman that was, unfortunately, the first facial transplant. Did you see her?
4: Oh, I did. I did. And Fascinating. I, and she
5: had a sense of humor. I mean, here this woman had a sense of humor, and she said, but before you judge anyone else. Think you don't know where they've just come from, and I thought, "Wow, boy, isn't this true? We we learn lessons every single day, which is why I say networking is life. Relationship building is is life. Right now, someone we know needs to hear from us, or someone needs to have a card sent to them, or a call, or an email, or just something to touch base with them.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for nothing, and for, being to in that is that's really the other key.
5: key. Just to do it because we're reminded of them and. In my latest book, I, I talk about that. I have like 28 different topics or things to know about people over time, and the operative words are over time because you can't know all these things immediately, but people tell you things about themselves as you get to know them, as you learn about them, and then there you just store that away. You put it on your database, your contact management system. So when something comes up, it's a perfect opportunity to say, thinking of you, and here's a reminder, boom.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, We talk a lot about marketing to women here on this show, of course, and I I am sure that men and women do have a little bit of a a different approach when it comes to networking, or maybe not. Can you talk a little bit about the the genders and their networking approach?
5: Now, just like we've all been through the personality styles, like Myers-Briggs or DISC and different ones like that, men and women are very much wired differently. And we know that when we, we, we laugh about it, both men and women laugh about it, by nature, and again, there's this is a stereotype, so I say this and say that there's always exceptions, but by nature, women can be better listeners and better nurturers of relationships. This is not to say that men don't. They just do it differently than we do. But, but as women, we're very conscious a lot of times of, you know, getting to know the person, learning about them, helping them, finding a way. When I see, like, little boys on the playing field, they bond immediately. They're immediately about the bottom line. Let's make sure we win this game, however it is. And they take that with them through adults, you know, and they immediately will talk to each other. How can we work on this deal together? You know, how are we going to be able to bring you in? How are you going to be doing this? How is this going to work? And sometimes women, and it's more so in yesteryear, I want to say, because, you know, we've advanced so much, that women sometimes didn't, you know, were a little shy about doing those kind of things. And I think we need to be more, um, you know, we, we can take lessons from either side is what I'm saying. Men can learn from women, women can learn from men.
4: Mm -hmm. absolutely and we're going to learn more in just a minute because we're going to take a break and when we come back i'm going to talk to andrea a little bit about how those of you who find yourselves without a job listening today should be marketing yourselves through networking that's when purse strings comes back in just a moment
1: okay time for something we can all relate to shopping purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
4: And we're back. You're listening to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan, and I'm joined today by Andrea Nuremberg of the Nuremberg Group. And we've been talking about... The current economic climate and the power of networking. And, Andrea, we were talking a little bit before about individuals who are in a job and how they should be retaining and building their networks, why they have a job, because those individuals who don't have a job and have found their network has crumbled are really in a hardship. How do those guys get back in the ballgame? Okay, well.
5: Remember, first of all, to to, to remind yourself that you're going to build slowly, effectively, and know that you're not going to be what I call a hit-and-run network or somebody who just is going to build back a relationship because you need something. You need to earn the person's trust, get to know them again. It's always about giving first. So I always say start to think about people in your life that you could reach out to to touch. And I will always ask people your preferred method of communication. So I might say, you know, are you, you know, what would be the best way for me to get in touch with you? If I haven't been in touch with you for a long time, I might, you know, send a note. I'm a believer of the handwritten personal note as you know big believer mm-hmm. of the handwritten personal note because, again, you can write something and I'd like to maybe get your advice. I haven't spoken to you for a while. Forgive me for that. I've read, read some things about you. I see you're doing this, this, and this. With your permission, I'd like to be able to give you a call or send you an email. That might be one approach. Um, that's, I'm a huge believer of sending notes. I also send people email articles that you might just you know Google somebody, learn a little bit about them. Here's an article I thought you'd be interested in. Something to that, you know, we have to know what people's styles are. Go places where they'll go. But something I've also discovered, this amazing tool that I use now, which um, I have a website now for it called appreciationpower.net because I can actually create or send cards to people, heartfelt cards, notes, whatever. I can do it at my desktop. So I could even create, a, a, if I wanted a campaign to people I wanted to reach out to, to touch base with, to nurture the relationship, because you can always add things. You can, but it's also a contact management system. And when I click a button, that's it. It goes in the U.S. mail. The company then stuffs it, mails it, sends it. And you could also send Gifts, things like that. So I say, you know, I've created my own, if you will, small, um, you know, little enterprise, if you will, of combining what I call high touch and high tech. Because today we're so web based, but this is something that still goes in the mail.
2: Andrea, you were talking a little bit about don't be a hit and run networker. Can That's you pick so up a thought on that?
5: Yes, and what I was saying was definitely find ways to stay in touch with people. I will always ask people... Um you know what is your preferred method of communication? You know, is it is it uh, email? Is it phone? Whatever it is. But the thing is, if I haven't been in touch for a long time, I'm a huge believer, as you probably know, Maria, of a handwritten personal note. In fact, I do three a day, continually to people, because I always want to just touch base, short, sweet, and to the point. However, I've also discovered this amazing tool that I now use, which can create. Uh, what I call automated. It's basically I can create cards, notes, send gifts. I can do it all with the push of a button, right from my computer, as long as I have an internet connection. Download my database, people individually, and the beauty of it is I can constantly update it, change things, add pictures, create. And it's very simple. It combines high tech and high touch, and it's simple. And people say it sounds too good to be true because I say it goes in the U.S. mail. It's not an email. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always just say, for me, this has been an amazing discovery. And I even have a site on that now called appreciationpower.net, which I love because it's all about showing appreciation because that's the thing. Before people will help us with our network to help us, we need to show appreciation to them. Another wonderful tool is we all love to read. We never have time to read today. And another organization that I have discovered, I love their software because what it is, you can read the first chapter of any book free. And if you want to wow. buy the book, you can go to their company or you can go anywhere, to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It doesn't matter. Wherever you want to go, it's called E-Chapter One. But the beauty is every two weeks you can license their software and you can get every two weeks in your database, in your contact management, your inbox, you can get the uh, summary of the, the latest business book. But for me, what I do is I send it now to clients, contacts, and people who I just say, you know, it says compliments of Andrea Nirenberg, just wanted to touch base. I know you're in between airports, you're traveling, you're on the run, but we always have time to just, you know, read 10 minutes, you know, just print this out or download it, and it's every two weeks they're reminded. So you can actually do that, too, and it's inexpensive. That's the other beauty. Isn't this amazing? I love that. Now, it's called eChapter. E-Chapter 1, and if you go into E-Chapter 1, then you see at the top it says Executive Summaries, and then if anybody's interested, um, you know, they should just, you know, I'm a sponsor for the organization, too because I love it so much, and they could either, you know, give me a call or email me, and I can, you know, just walk people through it, because it's so easy, but the beauty of it is it's educational, Right, and it's a
2: wonderful opportunity to reconnect in a very reconnect. value-add way with your network.
5: Perfect. You see, that's what I say, and it's because people will say, well, you know what, at Christmas time, I send out a fruit basket or something like that. I said, you know, for the same price that you send a fruit basket that gets eaten, that sometimes people don't stay it what about every two weeks touching base with somebody, but you're not asking for anything, it's just touching, touching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I love both of these systems so much.
2: That's fabulous. Well, and I know, too, that for those guys out there who are listening today, um, you've got a new audio set of DVDs and MP3s on yeah. one of your latest books, Savvy Networking. Talk a right. little bit about um, what you have available, too, for,
5: for people who are listening today that want to learn more about, um, about your books. About my books, well, it's interesting. I had gone to the studio and, and Savvy Networking, which is, um, is just 118 fast and effective tips for everyday success. So you can put one into to, uh, principle right away and start acting on it. But I went to um, the studio. We downloaded it. So now it's on my online store. So people can pop it into their, you know, iPod or whatever. We also have a DVD series because still people want to put it into their computer. We have that. Um, We also have a couple of different marketing ones on my networking and marketing and relationship building DVDs that are on there that were actually taken as I was speaking to different organizations. And I've got some of my workbooks and some of my audio tapes. So I've kind of been putting more things on there. And we're in the process now of creating even more because uh, my other two books, Million Dollar Networking, the, Fat, the Sure Way to Find, Grow, and Keep Your Business, and then Nonstop Networking, How to Improve Your Life, Luck, and Career, those will soon be e-books also because that's the other thing. On eChapter chapter one, you can download my books. Also, if you don't, and you don't have to use Kindle. That's the other thing I've been telling people. You can just download them and read it. That's fabulous. And for those people
2: out there that want to be able to have access to all your materials, you, they can just go onto your website. Will
5: you Absolutely. remind everyone the website URL? Yes, it's very simple, Group.com. And that is, and if people sometimes say, how do you spell that name? It's, you know, it's very easy. <laughs> I've spelling it thousands of times. And it's in Nancy, I E R. E N B E R G and then the word group dot com or even Google me and it does come up so that's good.
2: Oh yeah, it's not it's not hard to find you, Andrea. That's for sure. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> you, <laughs> you are, are great. great. Um, well, for those professionals listening to the program today that that are saying, gosh, I do need to get my network working for me, um, or, you know, because we do have so many people from the kind of the corporate standpoint who may be saying, you know, I, I need my company to be networking uh, to ensure that, that I'm tapping yeah. the people out there who are without a job and I want to be able to recruit them, um, is there such thing as corporate networking and and database going after looking for talented people. Absolutely.
5: And, you know, a lot of times it's funny how people, they think that, oh, I don't want my company to network because we want to retain our people or, you know, we don't want them looking for a job. And I say, no, no, it's internal alliance and relationship building. And it's also everybody in that organization, whenever they go to a meeting, a Rotary, a town hall, a Kiwanis, whatever the group is that you belong to, like I'm even on the board of the Boy Scouts. I don't even know if you know that since uh, you and I last talked, but different groups that you're with or anything in your community, you are a representative of your organization. You always need to be on the, on the lookout for new and talented people and to see who can, you know, you may not be able to hire them now, but you don't know down the road or you never know what's going to happen or how they might become a vendor or you might be a vendor to them. And this is the first time in the generations that we have four generations working in the workplace at the same time. So we need to learn from everybody. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I, I mean, that's yeah, the am, beauty. You are curious. Oh, go ahead, Andrea. No, no, no. I was just—it's so funny because you know, it's, uh, it, there's just so much opportunity out there. I think it's amazing. Oh, it
2: is, and I feel like there's a potential for networking almost everywhere. And I was curious, what what are your thoughts on um, LinkedIn and Twitter and mm-hmm. Facebook and utilizing those outlets for networking?
5: Oh gosh, that's another whole story, and it's so funny because number one. I use them all as tools, and that's the key word, tools. The one that I love the most, by the way, and I just got on it about four weeks ago, is Twitter. Why? Because on Twitter, you only have time to write something short, and it's not that I'm having coffee. However, when you send me the link, to the show, I could Twitter about that and just put that on and then do a tiny URL so if somebody was interested, they could click on. It's just a headline. And that's great to say, you know, why is networking important? Had radio interview. Boom. See what I'm saying? And put your Mm -hmm. name up there. Because it's a headline. You can only do 140 keystrokes. But the goal is I give a networking tip a day. So I'm really on there once or twice a day, but I read and follow people that are writing interesting articles, talking about new things and advancement in marketing and speaking and customer service, communication. That's the beauty of it. But you can't spend your life there. Number two, Facebook. I rarely go on Facebook. I mean I have a Facebook account. It's it's great for so many people, but again, they are tools and And just like that with LinkedIn, it's not about how many people you have. Because if you just want quantity, I said to somebody once, I could type in the phone book and I'd have quantity. Mm -hmm. It's about quality. It's about people that you really connect with and reconnect with and how you can help them first. So if used properly, they are great tools. And people can get business from them and they can develop relationships and friendships. And I have already. But the idea is how to use it, again, targeted and how to make it work for you? That's fabulous, Andrea. And also, we've run know out know of what, time. What, I can't thing. believe at the when time you guys quickly. You saw somebody on any of those things like every minute. It's like, don't they have something else to do? <gasps> I know. I think the same thing. It exhausts me. Actually, yes. Yeah. You and me <laughs> both. Right.
2: I know know you're busy enough. You know it's and then to be bombarded by Facebook, Twitter, um, a myriad of other of other uh, social media tools. It 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 is exhausting. It's too much to keep up with. So So I like your approach. I like that 140 characters. That's that makes things a lot easier. Yeah. Well, for those of you, again, a reminder, if you want to learn more about Andrea and her um, myriad of books and fabulous DVDs and MP3s, check out Nuremberggroup.com. And thank you for George uh, for another great show. Oh. And join me next Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock uh, on Per Strings for another edition. I'll be speaking to Andrea Lernard, Marketing to Women guru and author of Don't Think Pink. And we'll be talking a little bit about her new manifesto around g- gender-neutral marketing. That's next Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock. Until then, make it a great one.